Power Service, where service is their specialty. Proud sponsor of This Morning with Jalen Nye and Daryl McIntyre. Good morning, 636 here on the all-new This Morning with Jalen and Daryl. Morning, and morning too. too. Yes, he's uh, he's not here in studio with us, but he is here both in spirit and on the phone. Morley, how you doing? I'm always with you guys in spirit. Always. <laughs> yeah, we. You're just like right there in our back pocket. Can't can't shake you. Indeed. Oh my like goodness. Like a bad penny. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you're in Ottawa, of course. The uh, the Elks take on the Red Blacks uh, tomorrow night. You'll have the call of the game, which is going. Anytime you're on the road, you always start the day off with a with a walk, and uh, you love walking in Ottawa. But a little different this morning. A little. Uh, how, how's your breathing? Yeah, I actually, I walked, I got my coffee and I walked outside this morning and my first words of the day were, uh-oh, because as soon as I walked outside, I could smell it. And it was way too familiar. There's a smell of smoke in the air, obviously, uh, from, from some forest fires. I, I'm not sure where the fires are that the smoke is drifting into the Ottawa area, but you could smell it right away. Uh, it wasn't as bad. You couldn't taste it like you could in Edmonton, uh, you know, a month ago or so, but uh, it was there. And then I got walking kind of down on the uh, on the Ottawa River and looking across the river river uh at the parliament buildings and it was just hazy and I, I posted a picture on twitter and you could you can just see the smoke in the air so it says it's only a four right now so that's mm. not close to the danger zone of, of seven which the cfl has kind of put in place for uh for for being uh, problematic to play the game so uh, it seemed to clear up as as the morning went along i mean it's two hours later here right so uh, it's a little bit later it seems to have cleared up a little bit but uh it's it's sunny hot and uh, and it's overcast here it looks overcast and i don't know know if it's really cloud cover or smoke cover i'm not really sure but uh it's something i'm sure we have to keep our eye on as we move forward uh, towards the game tomorrow night yeah so morley what does the day look for like for the elks today and what are you watching for well, uh, I, I we'll get the final word today on who starts at quarterback. I believe it's going to be Jarek Diggy. He took the majority of the first uh, team reps, uh, the two days of practice that they had this week. Uh, they'll travel today to get here, and they'll they'll do interviews at TD Place, and uh, as as the Red Blacks will do a little bit later on this morning as well. But it's an interesting situation because we got two guys who are probably going to start today. Uh, we know for Ottawa that Tyree Adams is going to start. He's never started a game before. He's just a young quarterback. While they're waiting for Jeremiah Masoli to get healthy, and the Oaks look like they're going to go with uh, Jared Daigie, who hasn't started a game and only played in this first professional game uh, last week in that loss to the Toronto Argonauts. So two quarterbacks and two teams kind of in similar situations going into this game. Teams are both winless as well. We're going to, I think, nickname this the Schneid Bowl because one of them is going to get off the Schneid, right, and get a win. Uh, Ottawa's 0-2, and uh, the Elks are 0-3 going into this one. So they both are looking at the, ah, let's circle that game on our calendar because I think we can win that one, and we better be able to win that one. So both teams kind of have the same approach going into the game tomorrow night. Well, it's going to be a disaster, or at least feel like a disaster for whichever team loses. Right? Yep. It's just going to add to add to that fire for sure. One, one team's uh, the hole's getting a lot deeper for one team, and the other team's going to think, ah, oh, maybe we're tur- maybe we're turning the corner here. We're getting ready to uh, to be a much better team. And, and it's kind of funny. The other team that is winless so far this year is the Hamilton Tiger Cats. They're zero and three. Mm-hmm. Ottawa plays them next week, and the Elks play them in two weeks. So uh, these three teams the bottom of the standings got a chance to beat each other and maybe make some hay and move up the standings a little bit if they if they can get uh, wins over those two teams. Uh, you have a young quarterback starting for the, for the mm-hmm. Elks and normally if you have some experienced receivers that can help to make life a little easier. The big one, Geno Lewis, the uh. big free agent signing and now he's out. 
Yeah, knee injuries placed on the six-game injured list, but that's just a precaution. I think all high-priced players get put on the six-game injured list whenever they get hurt, just in case they're out for six games and they can save their, their money off the salary cap. I, I, we haven't had a chance yet to, to talk with uh, Chris Jones about just how serious it is. We'll, we'll maybe find out a little bit more today when we talk to him in our pre, uh, pre-game meeting. But, uh, yeah, he's on the sixth game. He won't play tonight. He, I, as far as I can Morning. recall, I believe he finished the game last week. I know he was available for and did some media after the game and everything against Toronto. So I'm not sure if it's something that flared up the next day or, or what the case was, which leads me to think it's not all that serious, but serious enough to keep him out for, for a week, maybe two. I'm not sure. We'll have to get, as I say, details on it later. But it uh, looks like Maurice French is going to come into the lineup to take his place as a receiver. But, you know, there's still Stephen Dunbar. There's still Dylan Mitchell. There's still Kyron Moore. Uh, they're still in a, in a position to put some pretty good receivers out there. So, uh, you know, they'll miss Gino Lewis for sure. But, you know, it's football, right? Next man up. That's the way it works. Well, that's yeah. it, right? Um, yeah, and I mean, <laughs> just see who comes in next and uh, what's going to look, look like. At least last year, it's not that crazy. Like last year, remember, it was a crazy turnover. You yeah. couldn't even mm-hmm. keep up with who was yeah. up next, right? Exactly. It was like, yeah, ah. Absolutely. They had to go out and get guys <laughs> because they had ran out of guys who were in town, right? So, uh, yeah, it was a bad situation last year, but it's, it's a little better this year, but still, they got some guys. You know, he, Manny Arsenal's already on the sixth game, so they've lost two veteran uh, receivers now. That's, that's tough. Hey, Morley, finally. Find someone you're out in your walk this morning. <laughs> What's that? Sorry. Find someone. Find some more players when you're out in the walk this morning. Yeah, that's it. Morning. I have to look. Just, uh, he looks big. He looks strong. I wonder if he can play. Let's drag him in. <laughs> hey, uh, let's pick your brain since you're not going to be with us later on this morning. It is football Thursday, so we do have some football uh, Elks-related uh, conversations, including a chat with Terry Vaughn, the great receiver, uh, oh. 99 to 04 with the the, the double E. What uh, if 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 you were in on that interview? What would you ask him? Because I don't mind stealing some of your questions, buddy. Yeah, I, I would talk to him about the thing that strikes me with Terry Vaughn is his consistency. I mean, he played here for, or played in Edmonton for six years and had six 1,000-yard seasons. He had 11,000-yard wow. seasons in his career. Just a great receiver. Uh, he's not he wasn't, He's not big. He's not really, you know, he's physical, but I mean, he's not a big guy and, and he took a pounding, but he just seemed to never get hurt and always seemed to just catch the football and run with it. He was great after the catch, too. Yards after the catch, was uh, he was spectacular at that so yeah great football player uh even remember eating remember his restaurant downtown for a while too yeah 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 uh, terry vaughn right, oh, right, yeah. right across from the rest right across from the western i believe it was i remember i remember going there uh, uh with some with some people after hockey games a couple of times so yeah it was uh uh yeah he did it all i mean he cooked for edmonton and uh, off the field and he cooked for edmonton on the field <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome that's awesome um i had to ask you about this as well uh who who does this song morley just listen to this who does this Harry Truman, Doris Day, Red China, Johnny Ray, <laughs> I, I know where we're going here. Fallout Boys got the new song out, eh? Yeah. So Billy Joel had the uh, the old song. We didn't start the fire. So I'll tell you what. Why don't we uh, Why don't we take a quick break and then we'll come back with you and we'll. Uh, if you have Have you heard the Fallout Boy version yet? I have. I have. I listened right. to it yesterday. Our resident Billy Joel expert, all things Billy Joel. Morty Scott. We'll dive into that coming up.
one section of the Fallout Boy version of We Didn't Start the Fire. I, I don't I don't mind it actually, yeah. and it's updated uh, to the 2000s. <laughs> yeah, if you if you look at the lyrics, it's it, the lyrics are pretty good. The one thing they didn't do, the one thing Billy Joel did do when he wrote the original song was he went in order from 49 to yeah. 89. Right, yeah. uh, Fallout Boy's lyrics are kind of all over the place, more for uh, rhyming reasons, I imagine, than, than anything else. But the one thing they missed, they could have used obviously the chorus is the same, but they could have used one of the same lines because uh, uh, Billy Joel uses the line "trouble in the Suez," mm-hmm. uh, and and they use uh, they use the line about the Suez too. I'm not sure. I think ever given Suez or something like that, mm-hmm. and uh, talking about the ships being stuck. So they could have used the same line as the original to mean a different thing, uh, "trouble in the Suez," but yeah, they yeah. you know they missed that. But yeah, it's it's pretty cool. It mentions a lot of uh, a lot of great pop culture in there, and maybe uh, my favorite part is uh, they they talk about uh, uh, Michael Jordan and the uh, Michael Jordan 23, Michael Jordan 45, talking about the years when he switched his numbers, right, when he was playing basketball. So, yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a cool song. It's a, it's a good try, good effort. It won't live up to the original, of course, but no. uh, it, is, it is pretty cool. I wonder, now I'm wondering, did they get permission from Billy Joel to do that? I know, obviously, he has to get writing credit because it's his tune and they use his lyrics mm-hmm. in the chorus and everything. So I wonder what Billy Joel thinks about that. I haven't seen anything, uh, any stories about that as of yet. Billy doesn't do a lot of interviews anymore, so I'm not sure uh, I'm not sure if we'll ever find out what he thinks about it. But it's, it's kind of cool. I hope he wasn't working on one because he's just crumpling the paper up now and throwing it away. Yeah, man. interesting. Like Captain Planet, Arab Spring, L.A. Riots, Rodney King, Deep Fakes, Earthquakes, Iceland, Volcano. That was one of them. Yeah, um, uh, and I, I was looking at the part, and, and the part I was talking about, I'm just looking at the lyrics now. Venus and Serena, Michael Jordan 23, YouTube killed the MTV, SpongeBob, Golden State, Michael Jordan 45, Woodstock 99. So, yeah, yeah it's, it, the lyrics are pretty interesting, actually, and it's, I think it's more... You know, uh, it's more obviously things people remember a little bit more yeah. because it was it was more recent. Well, but it, it brings it back and just goes to show you stuff happens, man. Stuff happens every day all over the place. And there are entire generations who maybe aren't paying attention to to U.S. history that McCarthy and Nixon and all that yeah, kind yeah. of stuff just make yeah. no sense whatsoever. Uh, here's, here's another little there, there's a there's an interesting podcast I'm listening to once in a while, and it's actually called We Didn't Start the Fire. Mm-hmm. And what they do is they take every reference and they do a whole section on it. So, uh, you know, uh, Maryland. Monroe. So they'll do a whole podcast on Marilyn Monroe, oh, Trouble in the cool. Suez. They'll do the whole podcast on Trouble in the Suez and just kind of explain to you uh, the history of that line and what the situation was and what he's referring to in the song. So uh, they go through the entire song and do a podcast about each line on it, which is pretty cool. Uh, here's another section of the uh, the new version with the updated lyrics. Elon Musk, Japanese, Texas fail, electric grid, Jeff Bezos, climate change, white rhino goes extinct, great Pacific garbage patch, Tom DeLong and aliens, Mars rover, avatar, self-driving electric cars, SSRI, Prince and the Queen die, world trade, second play, what else do I have to yeah, so that's everything from Elon Musk to Colin Kaepernick to electric cars to Mars Prince, Rover. It's just Prince all Prince and the Queen and, die. And, yeah. and they, I believe Billy Joel ends the song with the same line as well, what else do I have to say? Or yeah, maybe yeah. he says, what else do we have to say? Mm-hmm. I'm not sure, but uh, yeah. So they ended kind of the same way, using the same line at the, in the final verse. Well, we knew full well that you would you would be ready, willing, and and informed <laughs> on jumping in on that. <laughs> <laughs> and, there you go. Yeah, it's, it's, it's pretty good. I, I enjoyed it. It's, uh, you know, it's 
got a great great beat. Could tap my foot to it. I like the lyrics. So yeah, it's pretty good. With it's, Morley, it's, it's always is it a toe tapper? It's, a toe it's still tapper. a toe tapper. Indeed, indeed, indeed. It's a little quicker. It's a little faster. Not not surprising that you know, given that it's the Fall Out Boys, right? Yeah. Um, well, also 1989 to 2023, right? Yeah. That's, so uh, it's uh, it's a bit of a go. But when you take a look at because um, Billy Joel originally originally did uh, to make you feel my love, right? Yep. Uh, he well that's. Bob That's Dylan, Bob Dylan wrote it. Is it well, Bob yeah. Dylan, and then Bob Billy Dylan wrote it, and, and he, then, he did it. Yes. Then Billy Joel did it, and then Garth Brooks did it, mm. which I think Garth's version is much better than Billy Joel's. And of course, Adele did it, which I think kicks them both out of the water. We start talking about <laughs> remakes, right? And yeah. you know which ones are better than the original, mm. and and that becomes a whole big old debate, I think. Yeah, there's a lot of songs out there that, you know, especially, you know, in the last probably 10 or 15 years, because people are running out of lyrics, maybe, I don't know, but songs are getting, songs are getting redone, right? And, and people have, you know, the younger people have no idea that this was a song, you know, from way back when, right? And uh, it is, I, I don't know, I'm always the guy who likes the original better. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm just off the top of my head, there's not many songs I can think of that, that I like a lot better than the original which, song. Which one would you rather listen to? Uh, Willie Nelson's version of Crazy, which he wrote, or Patsy Klein's version of Crazy? Uh, yeah, maybe Patsy Klein. There's, there's, <laughs> there's yeah, that's, well, some that's of them are, singer, song, are songwriters, right? And, like Chris Christopherson was never a great singer, but he wrote some amazing yeah, songs yeah. and lots of other yeah. people recorded his stuff. So yep. that's and, a little different. And, and there's a lot of people who do not like the sound of Bob Dylan's voice. One of the greatest writers of our time. Uh, and I, I don't mind listening to him. I've got, you know, I love listening to some of his music. Uh, but a lot of people don't like his songs. And To Make Me Feel Your Love has been been done by so many people. Uh, and I'm sure there's a lot of people who like other versions of that song more than they like the Bob Dylan version. Oh, hands the Bob down. Dylan version is pretty good, too, though. <laughs> hands down. I'm not a Dylan fan, so. Uh, fun to talk uh, about your two favorite subjects, football. <laughs> and music and Billy Joel. There you go. Uh, and I'm looking forward to tomorrow. We got uh, we got the uh, mixtape coming up tomorrow. Yes. Yes. And so you're going to join us again. We'll talk music again. And we're going to do the Canada Day version. Yep. Yeah, looking forward to that. I think everyone knows what my pick's going to be for best Canadian song, best Canadian rock song of all time coming tomorrow. Yeah, we. I Mama, think... let him play. Play rock and roll. Yeah. Oh yeah, we know. Get ready for some do set in the morning. Maybe we should do two songs each so that you can come up with at least one surprise. How about that? <laughs> maybe that's the case. <laughs> <laughs> okay, pal. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Have a great day. Uh, thanks, guys. You too. Yeah. Talk to you later. Our pal Morley Scott uh, in <laughs> Ottawa this morning preparing as your uh, Edmonton. Elks take on the Red Blocks uh, tomorrow. Uh, kick, I think it's countdown to kick. kick game time's like 5.30, isn't it? Uh, really I'd have to go back and take a look here. It is at 4 o'clock for the countdown to kick yeah. off, and then 5.30, you bet, for the opening kickoff. It's an early so, one. Well, reasonable times. For, well, it's a Friday night. We can stay. That's, that's not a school night on a Friday. We can just tear it up. Stay up till 9, 10 o'clock. We, we, well, 9, 10 o'clock. Okay, old dude. <laughs> Come to my place. You know better than that. Oh, yeah. They're still think, dancing at 2 in the morning I in their kitchen. I think that's part it's of the, the issue about during the week, eh? It's, uh, you've always said, no, you can't do that. You still have to get to bed at a normal time during the weekend. Yeah, yeah that hasn't kicked in yet. I've given up on that. I just stay up late down the weekend. Suck it up for Monday morning. Or yeah. in this case, it'll be Tuesday, Tuesday morning. morning. Yay! Yay!